Hey, OL Country, this is Taylor Hall. Hey, this is Connor McDavid. Double team, got it back. Score! What a beautiful move! And welcome back, Connor! This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm Leon Dreisel. This is Jordan Eberle from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid feeds Eberle for the hat trick. He's got it! This, this is Oil Country. Wheeler to Myers. What a save by Cam Talbot. He got him with a left pass. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Ched. Blanked by the Sharks. Darnell Nurse snaps at Roman Polak. He'll have a hearing with the league tomorrow. But did he cross the line? And the Oilers head to Minnesota to try and play the spoiler role against the Wild, who are fighting for the final wildcard spot in the Western Conference. This is Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich in for Bob Stoffer today. Bob getting set to head out to Minnesota for the game. He's at the Oilers practice right now in the Duke, and he'll join us at 12.15. Also on the program today, Craig Simpson, NHL Hockey on Rogers. Jerry Fleming, the Condors head coach, and at 105, we will take your phone calls on Darnell Nurse. Did you love to see Nurse step up? Did he cross the line? Did he deserve a suspension? We'll get to that and more at 105 today. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Digitex, Canada's largest Canon dealership where their main goal is to save you time and money in providing true Alberta service. Check them out at digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. You can email us at OilersNow at 630Ched.com, presented by Holmes by Avi. Text us 630-630. We're on Twitter at OilersNow. For podcasts, go to 630Ched.com slash podcasts. And every Tuesday on Oilers Now, it's Stoffer Inspector, brought to you by Alberta Horse Racing. If you didn't uh, listen to yesterday's conversation between uh, Bob and Speck, you should go to the Oilers Now podcast page and check it out. Uh, they were a bit heated going back and forth debating if uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins should have made the initial 16-man roster for Team North America. As you would imagine, Bob was on the side of Ryan Nugent Hopkins and, uh, you know, Mark Spector took a different approach. Both think he'll be on the team, but it made for an interesting debate nonetheless. And speaking of debates, I'm sure we'll get at it today uh, in terms of Darnell Nurse. Uh, quickly, we'll save uh, the recap. We'll just get to uh, how it sounded last night on 6.30, Chad, as Darnell Nurse took exception to uh, Roman Polak's, I don't know what it was, nudge, push, did he even touch Polak? Nonetheless, Darnell Nurse was upset. Darnell Nurse did well to hold the zone initially, and now he's going to start pummeling Roman Polak for that hit on Hendricks and land a couple of chopping right hands, and now an inside uppercut flattens Roman Polak. And the Sharks are saying two minutes for instigation. Now, no instigator for Darnell Nurse. That's a mistake. Um, 
I'm not sure exactly what set Nurse off. Uh, maybe he saw the play differently. You know, he's sticking up for a teammate like Matt Hendricks that, you know, leaves it on the ice every game. Maybe not the best uh, example of the Oilers trying to become a tougher team, but having said that, I don't think any of that matters to Oiler fans because seeing Darnell Nurse do that is a breath of fresh air. Um, I was cheering for Nurse, felt bad for Polak, didn't want to see the blood. Happy he's okay. Uh, he may have a broken nose. But I don't think any of that matters to other fans, and I'll ask you about this, Dave, because we haven't seen something like that in a long time from this Weathers group. And I know the NHL is different than it used to be, where we used to see that all the time. Maybe some people were surprised to see it in an Oilers game and seeing an <laughs> Oilers player do it. But in the end, I'm okay with it because Darnell Nurse, 21 years old, showing that emotion, showing that he's that guy that is not going to take anything, any crap, it's a welcome sight for the Oilers. Okay, when I look at the hit on real time and on the replay, and I put hit in quotations because <laughs> I thought there was limited contact with between Roman Polak and Matt Hendricks. Now, was there enough contact to send Hendricks flying into the boards? Debatable. Darnell Nurse... His angle of it, he saw it differently. I don't know if he looked up the replay or whatever. I don't know what... Well, what, that's a good point. The players know, don't have replays mm-hmm. on the bench unless they're looking up, which I doubt he did. So when you're looking at that angle, yeah. it looked it looked bad. And I'm sure Darnell Nurse thinking, my guess would be, oh, I don't like that hit at all. The response to me was a bit of an overreaction when I see the the aftermath of, of what happened. Because I do believe there, there's limited contact between Pollock and Hendricks. But... The response at the time, I thought was fine. And does he deserve a one-game suspension? Probably, because that's in, that's instigation. That that that's an instigator penalty, even though it wasn't called. It is Darnell Nurse being the aggressor at the end of a hockey game. It was in the. It was within that final five minutes, and. Will he get suspended? I would say yes, he will. So, uh, to me, we've been looking for this type of response from an Oiler team, and we haven't seen it. We're seeing it now. Yeah, and I wonder if, you know, adding Patrick Maroon, his addition is starting to spread. You know, we've heard some of his comments after after games saying the Oilers need more of that. Uh, quickly, here's what Patrick Maroon had to say on the nurse incident. Oh, good, job, good job sticking up for his teammates. Uh, the, this locker room needs that. This locker room needs toughness and needs to learn that doesn't matter if you're a skilled player. You can go in there and at least go in there and, you know, just give them a little shove. You don't have to fight them. Just show them that you show your teammates that you care. And I thought Nurse did a really good job of that. So Patrick Maroon has made similar comments about that since coming to Edmonton. And I think he was impressed to see he's not the only guy on this team that can, you know, do something like that. So it was refreshing to see Darnell Nurse do it. And I know Bob Stoffer agrees with that as well. Uh, he had a, a very... Uh, Perfect tweet, I would say, last night about it being no country for old men. And uh, he says it's okay in his books. Let's bring aboard Bob Stoffer, who's at the Oilers' practice in Duke. Bob, how you doing? Good. I'm now I'm now actually in front of uh, where we're going to fly out of here. And Drew Amendez standing about uh, six feet away from me. So he's going to be giving me a thumbs up or thumbs down here <laughs> momentarily. Uh, you know, from my perspective, let's understand, like, Roman Polak's a firm, hard player. And he's a competitive player. And he has this ability where sometimes he comes up uh, to the side or, or behind on skill guys and gets in their grill a bit. Uh, you know, the Sharks have got an older veteran team, and it was a difficult game for the Oilers to play last night. And whether or not um, the Hendricks thing specifically 
was the the final nail in the coffin for a potential response. Oilers fans, you know, I, I got a chuckle last night because of the responses we got. Uh, some of the guys that have been most critical about the owners being soft, you know, uh, employing a, an analytics guy that wants to play puck possession hit, uh, hockey and, and never throwing a hit. But conversely, that same guy last night was texting the show after the game saying what Nurse did was bush league, and I completely disagree. I think the Oilers need to become uh, a team that stands up uh, for each other. I can tell you that I had two uh, former players, now broadcasters, that keep an eye on Edmonton uh, that work for other organizations that reached out to me today and said, you know, you can start to see that Peter Shirelli, uh, in terms of his acquisitions, and, and Todd McClellan in terms of how he's coaching this team, he, this, this team's going to become different over time. And Nurse is going to be—he's going to be one of their leaders. And because he has that in his repertoire, that is going to be a good thing. Because there's uh, less and less of that in uh, today's NHL. And uh, Darnell's a raw player. Um, he is tough. You take a look at what happened with Calgary earlier this season, Brendan. You know, Rasmus Anderson picked a fight with Nurse at that rookie tournament in Calgary. They sent Hunter Smith after Nurse in the first preseason game, and Nurse broke his nose and bloodied him badly in that fight. And Hunter Smith's bigger than Darnell. Um, so I got no problem with what happened with Polak. By the letter of the law, I'm not surprised we're, we're going to be having a conversation uh, likely tomorrow about Darnell's availability. Cause by the, but I will say this. The officials, Brendan, they, they were specific as to how they applied the penalties there. Okay, So they called a roughing, and then they called a fighting major for both players. They didn't call the instigator. Maybe that gauged as to how the officials felt about uh, what transpired yesterday as well. Yeah, that, that's an interesting way to put it, Bob, because I do think everyone was surprised there is no instigator. But uh, the fact is, Nurse will have a hearing with the league now, and uh, it's safe to assume, do you think he'll get a suspension? If they follow the letter of the law, I guess. I mean, it is interesting to me that two rookies, Max Domi and Darnell Nurse, are two of the guys that have got dinged here, and I think that bodes well for Arizona and Edmonton's organization. Like Darnell Nurse, uh, and I, you know, I know the analytics geeks are out there sitting there saying, you know, he shouldn't be on the team, he should be down in the minors. What? He, there's injuries. There's lots of reasons why things have happened. Uh, he, you know, he's, he leads NHL rookies in ice time. It'll probably work out for the best long term. It hasn't worked out for a perfect scenario uh, this year uh, because there's been some challenges along the way. There's been some tough. Uh, learning lessons for Darnell. But Darnell Nurse, when this team evolves and becomes a pretty good team, is going to be a top-four defenseman with a dimension that is rare in today's game. So, frankly, uh, I, you know, you, if you pull his teammates, they all love it. They love that they got that guy on their side. And, the, you know, Cassian's going to get an opportunity to step up with his line. And I know we're going to hit on that in a second. Maroon and Cassian in the top six. I see Peter Shirelli adding at least one more bigger forward by the start of next season, uh, and possibly J.J. Kerr as well, who's a, a bigger guy. And then you got Nurse and Griba, because uh, I do think the owners will re-sign Griba, uh, on defense. And, and it's changed how this team will be viewed. And you, you got to be able to, you know, once in a while, you got to dust some guys off, and that's what they did. Well, new lines uh, in the third period, Bob. New lines of practice today. A haul with McDavid and Cassie, and you hit on that. Um, I think I would love to see Maroon up on that line, but Maroon with Everly and Drysdale makes sense as well. Maybe when uh, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins comes back, uh, they may switch things up a little bit. But I- I'm happy to see Hall and McDavid get another look together. Uh, do you think they can sort of uh, get get on track? 
I, I think Connor McDavid has the ability to make lots of players look pretty good. I think the part of the reason why they were split up was because they wanted two lines that could score, and they think that Taylor can drive a line and Connor can drive a line. Uh, Cassian, you know, and, and you're going to hear some comments coming up from Todd McClellan a little bit later on. Cassian needs to get her ramp back up. He had a, a pretty good stretch for eight to ten games. He's had a drop-off in the last five games. Now he's played a lot with Latestu, who was signed here to be a fourth-line center and has had to play third-line center minutes. But Zach's got to get it going. And, uh, and again, I, I like that they have a bigger body that can give a different dimension to, uh, to McDavid on one line and dry settle on the other. And then when Nugent Hopkins comes back, then the Oilers will have even more options. And, and maybe it's Nugent Hopkins centering Yakupov with Korpakovsky. Uh, who knows? Uh, you know, had Pugliot been healthy, you would even have more to, you know, more options there. But I like the fact that they've got the, the two bigger bodies in the top six. Uh, it wasn't working with Yakupov. The Yakupov supporters out there are going to have to come with terms to the fact that, you know, sometimes in time it's shown that a player can be a bit of a situational non-fit, and it's just not working at this stage. Maybe it works once uh, Nuge comes back and they can roll three lines and and have a little bit different uh, complexion. But it certainly was not working with Dale Yakupov and Jordan Everly flanking Connor McDavid. Well, the Sharks were able to roll three lines deep, uh, three centers last night. I don't know if the others can do that. I think I'd rather see uh, Nuge on one of the top two lines and maybe move Drysdale to the wing. Uh, but yeah, you mentioned lots of options. Uh, for the time being, though, Neil Yakupov uh, on the third line. And you know, Bob, there was there was some jump from that line last night in the third period when Yakupov was uh, with Hall and McDavid, but overall I felt that the play died down when they were in the offensive zone. They couldn't get that cycle game going, so that's why maybe Cassian makes more sense. Well, you got to be able to read and react, and that's not a strength in Nail's game at this stage. Like Maybe it's something that evolves over time. Uh, you mentioned the Sharks. Look, the Sharks loaded up, and the Oilers unloaded. And, and the Oilers have got significant injuries. And other than Tommy Wingles, the Sharks are relatively a pretty healthy team right now. You take a look at the Sharks, and, and a lot of it, a lot of it starts in the back end. I mean, San Jose's sitting there with an underrated guy, Mark Edward Vlasic, though I don't know how underrated you are when you're named to Team Canada's uh, original 16-man uh, 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 list. But, you know, a guy that's plus 123 in his NHL career. He's just an excellent, solid defenseman that's got, a, you know, he's got some offensive instincts, but he can really shut down and defend. And you saw that with some of the competitive battles that he had with McDavid during the game. And then you have Brent Burns in a second pairing playing with an, an older veteran player in Paul Martin. They had four players yesterday, 35 or over in the lineup. The owners didn't have one. And the guys that they had 35 or over, a couple of those guys are, are damn good players. I mean, Joe Thornton right now is playing as well as anybody. So they've got this older, experienced, poised team that knows how to win, at least in the regular season. Uh, and part of the challenge for San Jose is they've just been in the wrong conference. They've been in a conference with Chicago. And, uh, and Los Angeles and Chicago and LA for the last six years have been the two best teams in the NHL. So, you know, you take a look at it and it's, it's, it's a bit of a mismatch. You got the, the, uh, the Sharks adding three players to, to help round out their roster. And conversely, you have the Oilers defense right now. It's a mash unit. They got four guys out in the back end. Uh, Clefbaum was down in Leduc today, but he's still, you know, at least a couple of weeks away from returning Sacker got banged up during that game, did not skate this morning. Um, that's, you know, he's their one experienced guy. Davidson was coming on. He's out of the lineup. I mean, they've got four injured defensemen, not including Sacra. 
And uh, you got Adam Party, who led him in, you know, was one of their through two periods last night with the lead him in ice time, Brendan. And he was placed, they got him on waivers. So you got two organizations at a different spot. And fans need to understand that's what happens when you have a team that's a seller versus a team that's a buyer at the trade deadline. Well, you head to Minnesota, Bob, and uh, you know the Oilers trying to play spoiler, but I'm sure the Wild are looking their chops, looking at what the Oilers' blue line might look like uh, tomorrow night. If well, Nurse if, is suspended. Well, if Nurse is suspended and one of Party or Sekera can't go, the Oilers are going to have to emergency recall a guy. Today they had Nikita Nikita working on their first power play unit because Sekera was not available. Um, I mean, Nikita's going to be in. That's pretty much a given here if Nurse ends up suspended. Uh, they, I mean, they can't emergency recall a guy if both party and Sekera play and Nurse gets suspended. So Nikita will have to play in that situation. There was one, and I, I don't know what the, I know there's going to be a lot of focus on Nurse. And, you know, I, it's not that I'm old school. I just think that the Oilers were too easy to play against, and Nurse is kind of changing the complexion a lot. That's a great thing. But there was one defenseman last night that surprised me a bit. That might have been Clendenning's best game. Like, he's... He didn't finish anything off, but he was involved on the offense and did create a little bit. And maybe if he can, you know, the guy had one wicked year in the American Hockey League. I know he he doesn't skate well, but he has some offensive instincts. And if he can gain some confidence here, maybe down the final, you know, 13 games, we might see a little bit of offensive juice out of him. Bob, I don't want you to miss your flight, so I'll let you go. Uh, We have to take a break anyway, so. All right, great stuff, Brennan, and uh, thank uh, Dave Campbell for helping us out today. Good stuff. Okay, thanks, Bob. Yep. That's Bob Stoffer, the host of Oilers Now, uh, about to board a plane. And uh, we'll see if he gets on or not. This is Oilers Now. It's 1223 in Edmonton. We'll continue to take your reaction on uh, Darnell Nurse. Did you like what you see, what you saw from Nurse last night? Did he cross the line? Some interesting responses uh, at 630-630. We'll get to some of those when we get back here. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12-27 in Edmonton. Ulrich in for Stoffer on Oilers Now. Minor hockey season is almost over, but there's still time to salute your rink's home ice hero. Watch a video of the latest winner at atb.com slash home ice. Coming up shortly, we'll be joined by Craig Simpson. Before that, just a couple uh, quick text messages here. Uh... And uh, I'm going to read these because one is uh, in favor of Nurse and one is not in favor of what Nurse did. And you can sort of see uh, the diversity of uh, text messages that we are getting to 630-630. Uh, this one's from Cold Laker. I want the Oilers to be hated and not ridiculed like they have been for years. Ridiculing will soon end and the hating has begun. Oilers fans should be grateful that we have Darnell Nurse. That's from Colt Laker. And uh, this one is from Russ. I am an Oilers fan, and I did not think Nurse needed to do what he did. It was one step away from being a Todd Bertuzzi incident, a cheap shot, and stupid. That is what's wrong with hockey today. Feeling that a player needs to beat up someone for revenge is bad for hockey. I'll quickly hit on uh, that before we get to the news. I get this debate. Um, Oiler fans are, I guess, surprised to see what happened is what I, what I get. And I was surprised to see it as well. Maybe not the best time for Nurse to do that. Maybe not the best uh, example of an incident where you need to respond like that. But having said all that, 
it's uh, somewhat of uh, an eye-opener and something positive for this group to rally around to see that you have a young player like Darnell Nurse that is able to do that. He'll stick up for your team. He does need to do that every game. But when he feels the time is right, he'll do that. You have players like Patrick Maroon that are preaching that toughness and that he wants to see more players on the team do, and Nurse does that as well. I mean, the GM and the coach want this team to get tougher. It's all a process. Not going to happen overnight, uh, but we're starting to see more and more examples of this team playing that hard, fast, and supportive hockey that both the GM and coach want to see moving forward. So maybe Nurse crossed the line a bit last night. Maybe not the best time to do that. Maybe not the best example in the end, though, I think it's a welcome sight for Oilers fans. Uh, we'll get to the news with Eileen Bell. Craig Simpson back on Oilers now.